Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Damaged Goods. 53. Episode 53. Today I have a very fun fact. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And after I had um, heard it, Alex said to me this morning, like, you should probably look that up to make sure it's true. And I did. Okay. So it is true. Um, So, Mr. Kellogg, the guy who invented Kellogg cornflakes. Okay, because I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like Kellogg cereal? Yes. He invented um, Kellogg's cornflakes for a bland diet because he believed that people who... um, had a more bland diet, healthier, bland, bland was key, um, that it would help stop sinning. And in one particular instance was the sin that he wanted to stop was masturbation. He wanted kids to stop masturbating. So that is why he invented the cornflakes as a cereal. I'm confused as to how he made this connection. Um, like why would bland food? Because it would lower their testosterone, which, and then lowers the desire to masturbate. Gee. That was his intentions when he created it. Can you imagine that? That's scary. Also, they're disgusting cornflakes. That's exactly the point. Like You have to eat them in a second. Think about how long ago that was. That's crazy. And that's what they were doing to our food back then. Imagine what they're doing to our food now. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Created a product. That, uh, like, then how did Frosted Flakes come about? You want people to be more excited about their bland diet? Isn't Frosted Flakes from them, too? Yeah. Well, they make, like, almost every cereal. They're the brand for almost every cereal. Every popular cereal Gosh. these days. Who knows? That's insane. Right? Doing that to children. Yeah. But the the theory that I looked up, like the way that it like worded it, was, you know, I might have even just deleted it. I did, because I was just like blown away. Wow. And then think he's like a multi billionaire. He came probably. <laughs> yeah. Off of this. Yeah. Which it had is- nothing to do with making healthy cereal. It had to do with he wanted them to stop sinning. God wild and i thought i had my fill of craziness after <laughs> attending church on sunday but that's, oh you know. god yeah how's that oh god i was making comments the whole time it was just insanity like if there is a hell and you go to it for this purpose i am there right now yeah right because i couldn't keep it to myself uh i actually have to attend church in um a month my brother's getting baptized oh yeah so that's the only time that I'm going, though. He's been trying to get me to go, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. no. It, was, it was interesting. It's, it's not my place. No, it definitely wasn't mine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Ninety minutes of it too. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so is it going to be like at the end of the service, so I can just like skip it all and walk mm-hmm. in, or I don't know. He said there should be like a time slot for it, so I'm hoping oh, okay. they stick to that because. 
I used to go to that church a long, long time ago, so they know, like, a lot of the people, you know how, like, churches are very, like, communal, like, they all know each other and whatnot, so, like, when Josh started going again, even the pastor was like, Sweeney, right? And he's like, no, it's my sister. Like, I'm like, great, so everybody remembers me. (laughs) Awkward. I don't want to go back. But, yeah. Um, So, today's topic is what are paper cuts in a relationship? Which I thought was cool because you never hear, you would never like refer to something as like no. a paper cut. And it's a good analogy, I feel like. Well, because I'm assuming it means like something that's tiny, but. Yes. Because I got this paper cut <laughs> <laughs> in the line at Whole Foods the other day. Oh. On a carton of seltzer. Oh my God. And so then cardboard. Started cut. bleeding. Yeah. And then he had no paper towel. So I just had to hold my bloody hand. Until you got home? And do everything else one-handed. And then I thought I'd have something in my car, and I didn't. Except for an armoral wipe, which, if you're out there, don't recommend it. Did you use it? I had no choice. Oh, God. So then it was a disaster. Oh, my goodness. All right, hold on. Okay, we're back. Excuse the uh, the baby cries in the background. Um, So, paper cuts in a relationship. What we have here is what are paper cuts in a relationship? Anything you say or do that hurts your partner that can be considered a paper cut. Imagine how a paper cut feels in real life. We do not realize the cut unless we touch soap or lemon and then we feel immense unexpected pain or an arm roll weight. Yes. Yep. Um, so while one paper cut doesn't really stop you from going about your day, imagine you got 100 or even 50 paper cuts on your hand. Would you still ignore those and rush to them or rush to the emergency room to get it treated? Interesting. Similarly, sim- similarly, I can't talk. One rude statement or one action of disrespect towards your partner in a relationship might not cause immediate harm, but the pain lingers and remains if not addressed. And if those actions are continued, it results in the pain of 100 paper cuts. Pain so unbearable and deep that at, the point, at that point, almost nothing can save the relationship. Multiple paper cuts over a period of weeks, months, or years create a level of resentment and hurt that makes it impossible to continue the relationship. I agree. I agree, too. Unfortunately, paper cuts are unavoidable. It would be foolish to think we can never hurt the person we love, but if we tend to one paper cut at a time, it becomes manageable. I think that's a good way to view it. Yes. Because it is. Like, a lot of people will sit in a relationship and take the heat over and over and over again until they burst. Oh, yeah. That was literally my um, relationship with, like, my long-term relationship, the one that I lived with. Because it was little teeny tiny things over time that just, like, I would get annoyed but wouldn't say anything. Only because I knew if I said something, it was either going to get brushed off or, like, you know. You pick and choose your battles. Especially in long-term relationships, I feel like you really learn to pick and choose your battles because you just don't know. Yeah. And then it literally just built up over time. And I, one day, like, he asked me, like, something about dinner. And I'm like, I I just need to break up with you. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I can't. Yeah. And it was literally, like, nothing major had happened at that point. It was just little, every little thing over time. Yeah. Which, it's sad because... Like, in the whole mix of things, like, one little thing can be worked on. You yeah. know what I mean? If it is addressed, of course. But, like, if some, like, little digs, like, disrespectful comments, stuff like that, over and over again, like, it just adds up. And pe- some people don't realize it. Like, even um, with my long-term relationship, like, we were on and off a mm-hmm. lot. So, like, we did break up many, many times over the ten years. 
But at the end, when everything was good, I literally looked at him and I was like, I, I don't have anything left for you. I've tried and tried and right. tried. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing ever changed. Even when I did point things out, nothing ever changed. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? So it's like, it's all on that person to want to change. Exactly. To continue the relationship. Right. And I think that is a factor because like things that I would bring up, you know, like, oh, I'll change. Like, you know, and it was like, I want I don't want to say stupid things because, you know, you should be a partnership. So, no, like, can you get your, like, at least get your laundry in the laundry basket? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I will. Like, yeah. nope, weeks worth of laundry on the floor. Or, like, at the time, I was, like, working two jobs. I was going to school. Like, you know, I come home at 10 o'clock at night. Well, what are we having for dinner? Yeah. Like, no, you should have been thinking yeah, exactly. about dinner. So it was, like, those kinds of things that weren't changing, even though allegedly they would change. Yeah. And like you said, like, they are initially stupid little things. But if it affects your feelings, I don't consider it stupid at right. the same time. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you, your feelings are valid. So if it's something that bothers you, it should be fixed. Yes. And if you want it to work. Especially if it's going to bother somebody. Even if, like, the other party, especially if, I'm sure if you had said to him, like, the whole laundry thing, he probably was like, yeah, whatever, because it's it's fucking laundry. Right. Like, it happens. Yeah. Like, but, like... Well, because to him, it's like, well, why can't you just pick my laundry up off the floor? Yeah, exactly. He's like, well, I'm not your mother. Right. But, you know. But then when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, like, that's something that will break somebody up. Right. And Clearly. you should... I don't... I'm watching Jane the Virgin. Oh, I love that show. Oh, my God. I, I love that show. Don't tell me what happens. I will But I'm really rooting for her and Raphael to get back together. I love him. I know. Anyway, um, there was just an episode where um, the father, who is hysterical, he, like, realizes, like, you should do things for your partner without being asked. Yes. Like, just doing things just to do them. And I'm like, that, like that's that situation, like, where yeah. you're, like, sitting home doing nothing, waiting for someone who's worked two jobs and went to school to ask what was for dinner, like, you should take the initiative. Yeah, no kidding. Especially in that scenario. Yeah, like, I literally, of course, you know, obviously I lost my shit. Yeah. I'm like, if you're dumb enough to sit home until 10 o'clock at night and not eat dinner. Yeah, right? Like, I don't, I don't know what to That's on you. you. Like, sorry. Yeah, I'd probably walk out too. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely needed a mother, not a Like somebody partner. to take care of him. Yeah. Yeah. No. I wasn't. If he wanted that, he should have uh, paid for you to stay home then. Yeah, like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wild. So, um, two points to remember. Acknowledge the hurt slash speak up when you are hurt, which is kind of like what we just said. Yeah, and that's not always easy, I think. Uh, absolutely not. Like, to say. Even when it is, like, stupid little things, like, for example, like, me and Alex – if there's something that's, like, pissing me off, I probably won't speak up, but eventually I'm going to make, like, a sarcastic comment exactly. about it and hope that yes. he's, like, catches on and he's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Like, or where I'll, did that come from? Yeah, or I'll, like, you know, get quieter or... Yeah. Like, Which is usually the... Slam things around. Yes, and usually that's, like, the getting quiet or, like, showing that you're pissed off, like, not being able to hide it, especially us. We can't hide that kind of thing. Yeah. That should be a telltale sign, like, hey, what's wrong? Yes. Like, if you ask me, I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that. Not all the time. I mean, and I have tried to work on, like, saying when things upset me. Yeah. But it same. is hard. It is really hard. Yeah. In Especially any if you know it's going to cause, like, a bigger issue yeah. than what the actual thing yeah, was. Yeah, because, like I said, with the whole pick and choose your battles, like, 
you just kind of learn that like, okay, if I say something about this, they're going to blow up and it's going to turn into something bigger. Is it really worth it? Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. Yeah. But at the same time, your mental yeah, also is like worth faster it. Yeah. Than it is worth. Right. So it says, there is no point waiting for your partner or testing their capacity to notice that you are hurting. <laughs> you are only settle- setting them up for failure and stretching yep. your pain. Practice being upfront about how they hurt you. That's, that's, that's good. That's really good. And then we have, second point to remember, don't be afraid of conflict. Okay, see, <laughs> everything that we just said... Being non-confrontational is not actually helping you in the long run. It is much better to pick your pick your battles. <laughs> I didn't read this before we talked, so um, it is much better to pick your battles. This doesn't mean you should shine a spotlight on every little thing your partner does to annoy you, but instead think about whether there is a common theme or root, because that could be addressed in a respectful and compassionate way. That's very true. Like, the the whole common theme or root, because people do tend to just do things over and over again. Like, the things that annoy you tend to happen over and over again. So, like, maybe the first or second time, don't say anything, but if it continues, that's when, like, okay, you need to speak up. Yeah, like, okay, something. Because then that's going to lead to the end of your relationship. If you want to work on it, you need to tell them. Um, I used to work with uh, a guy, and he and his partner, I don't know that they were married, but they literally would have a meeting once a month, the two of them. Oh. And it was, like, their time to, like, they obviously talked about, like, household things and, like, budget and stuff like that. Yeah. But then it was their time to kind of talk to each other about, like, you know, anything that was annoying them or. Yeah. And I'm, like, I thought that was such a good idea because then you don't have to worry about, well, should I say something? Because you know you have, like, this set time. Yeah. To, like, talk to each other. Like, take notes. I would, like, take notes throughout the month. Like, like here's what we May need to talk on. <laughs> Left your coffee cup out. <laughs> May 15th. Didn't put your clothes on. <laughs> that would be pretty oh, funny. Oh, my God. Whipped yeah. out a notebook. <laughs> See, okay, here's a great example. That's actually, you know what? That's a really good idea, having, like, a monthly, like, conference almost with yeah. your partner. Because... Then it's a time, like, you're both in the mindset of, like, sitting down, talking, like, okay, my boyfriend might say something shitty. I need to, like, learn how to deal with it and respond. And it gives you, like, that mental, like, um, notice. You know what I mean? To, like, prepare yourself. you're scheduling it, like, there's nothing that can, like, interfere. Because, like, this is the date that we're sitting down. Yeah. So, like, the outsideness of life. Yeah, exactly. Like, pull away from, like, you know... They are, like, you know, cooking dinner and you're trying to talk to them about something. Yeah. And then like also I think time. you're kind of, like, not forced, but you're more, you're paying attention. Yeah. Because you're not doing something exactly. else. Like, this is the designated yeah. time to talk to each other. Yes. Put your phones down, look each other yeah. in the eyes and talk. Yeah. I agree. That is a really good idea. Hmm. <laughs> not that I have much to complain about. Um, but I was going to say a perfect example was this morning. This is going to sound disgusting. Sorry, Alex. Um. <laughs> He's been, like, sick, so he's been, like, spitting loogies in the sink. And I've, like, cleaned them up a few times. So this morning I saw another one, and I'm like, can you please just do me a favor? (laughs) He's like, what? I'm like, if you spit in the sink, can you wash it down the sink? Because then it sticks there. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, usually I'm in a rush. I'm like, "Mm, I don't want to hear it. Just please do it. And he's like, okay. I'm like, like, that's a perfect example. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, not something he was doing to intentionally irritate you. Yeah. 
But, like, had you not said something... He would keep doing it. He would keep doing it, and then you would be even more irritated. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, paper cuts, little things that bother us. Um, the death of a relationship is not caused by an individual incident, but by the pain of a thousand paper cut moments. Oh, 100%. Perfect way to put yeah. it. It literally just, things build up over time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially, like, if you're not in, you know, like, there's obviously those relationships that are super toxic and, like, big shit adds up over time. But, like, if you're in, like, a pretty good relationship and you want to, like, savor it, you guys get along, you guys, like, feel like you're the one, like, stupid shit shouldn't break that. Yeah. You know? It should be, and especially if you are with the right person, it should be easy for you to talk to them about paper cuts, especially. It's not like, oh, I yeah. went through your phone and you were cheating on me. Exactly. It's a stupid little conversation that will add up over time. But I feel like a lot of people also don't realize that until it does take a toll on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it also can apply to, like, platonic relationships. Yeah. Because, you know, I've had friendships where, like, you know, I really cared about the person, but it was, like, little tiny things like oh. about them, like, whether they were, like, super high maintenance or... yeah. And it just would build up over time. And instead of saying, like, you know. Yeah. Like, I really wish, like, you know, every time we went somewhere, it wasn't, like, a big episode if you didn't like something. Yeah. Like, I would let it just build up. And then I'm just like, yeah, I can't. And like, you don't I even want to be around those yeah, people anymore. Yeah, like, I can't anymore. be a friend anymore. I need to, yeah. like, distance myself. I agree. I've had those yeah. friendships, too. Yeah. And it's – it. I feel like in a, in a friendship, it's a little bit easier to address situations like that. Like, I had a friend who – Um, my whole pregnancy, like, didn't check up on me. Even, like, now she doesn't. But, like, I had said something to her and it was, you know, excuse after excuse after excuse over and over again. And I kind of just let it go. So, like, now we don't talk much. Right. But, like, it it sucks in a sense, you know. And that's key. I think they, like, it also depends on their response to you. Yes, exactly. Saying how you feel. Yes. Because if they're not acknowledging that your feelings are valid. Yeah. And then making an effort to change. It's just, oh, me this, me that, me that. Sorry, like, this got in the way. And I get it. Like, life gets in the way. It's not easy to keep in touch with people all the time. But, like, it could take two seconds. Yes, exactly. It's a text message. It's not that difficult. Yeah. But, yeah, you're 100% right that even, like, in friendships, you can have paper cuts. Yeah, that, like, then just implode. Yeah. I will be reuniting with somebody next Sunday. Well, she was, was a paper cut a friend. A Brazilian paper cut. Yeah, cuts. I remember. And then it just exploded. Mm. So we shall see. Mm, maybe she's changed. You never know. I mean, you probably won't be able to tell over one, yeah, like, one. lunch, you know what I mean? Yeah. But. Interesting. Hey, you never know. So, yeah. Um, that's all we have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed and um, take our advice as usual. Yeah. We give you guys some good stuff. Um, paper cuts are no joke. No. <laughs> paper cuts are, are no joke. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, liking, commenting, sharing every week. We appreciate you and we will see you next week. Bye.